0: Hey guys, I'm so glad you're here. You're listening to the Efficiency Bee Podcast, where we focus our time, money, and energy on all the right things to enjoy our bold, balanced, and blessed lives. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. I'm on a mission to redefine feminism, and dare I say, end it. You've heard of a busy bee, a honeybee, a queen bee, this is Efficiency Bee. Hey, hey, hey everyone, how's it going today? This is the Efficiency Bee Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Leone. You guys, I'm going solo again today and (laughs) I'm kind of like reminiscing in my head about all the cars I've had in my lifetime because tonight my husband and I are gonna use date night to go shop for a car. Um, and I just, I felt like I wanted to come on and talk about like what's going through my mind. So I drive a minivan today, yep, a minivan, and I get so much shit from people all the time, particularly women for driving a minivan. Um, and I have to say, while the sun is definitely setting for me on my minivan life, I, I really, really don't think I could have mommed three little people um, who were all in car seats in another type of SUV. So anyway, I'll, I want to preach a little bit about minivans and tell you how much I loved it, but also kind of like walk through the different phases of life um, that I've experienced so far when it comes to cars. So my parents um, were awesome and got me a car when I was 16, the rule was I had to get a job and I could have a car. And so they bought me a Kia Sophia, which was a little tiny, like a four-door sedan. Um, And I drove it for two years until my brother inherited it um, and my sister after him. And then when I went away to college, I went to uh, Northern Arizona University, like in the mountains. And so my parents bought me a really old, it was like 15 or 16 year old, maybe even older than that, um, Jeep Grand, Jeep Cherokee, um, which I loved. And I romped around in that for a couple of years and then it died like the, it was a stick shift. And so the, the clutch kept going out. Um, and so then at that point I got an Eagle Vision, which they don't make anymore. Um, it's, it's a really long car, kind of like grandma mobile, but I loved it. And, um, I drove that for a few years until that died also very old. Um, and so then by the time I was like 23, I had already had those three cars, um, all purchased by my parents and given to me to, you know, get through jobs and college and stuff. And my very, very first car that I bought by myself, I was at the dealership alone, I bought a brand new Toyota Scion TC. Now, I have no idea if they make these anymore because I haven't seen them in a long time, but I loved that freaking car. It was what they called cherry black, so it's kind of like maroonish color. It was a hatchback, um, but it had a really big back seat so I could like get my friends in and out, Um, but I loved it. It was like my favorite car I think I've ever owned. And when Steve and I got married and I, I shipped that car, I have to say this too. I shipped that car from Arizona to Hawaii to Miami and then to California. Um, I shipped cause I moved quite a bit with the company I was with and I shipped it all over the country and I loved it and it was so great for me. Um, and then when Steve and I got married and we moved to California And we were talking about having a baby. We weren't pregnant yet, but we were working on it. And we decided that the Scion was getting a little older. I think it was like six or seven years old at that point that we should look at getting a SUV. And so we did. We bought a Mazda CX-9, which I know they still make because I'm shopping right now and they're everywhere. And that car was great while it was just me. Um, and the idea of having little people in the back of that car was cool, but here's what I ran into, um, that I wasn't expecting the car seats when they are rear facing, which they have to be, I believe until the children are two years old now. Um, you have to have the, the, driver or the front row seat, right? If the baby's behind the driver or the passenger has to be really far forward. Well, I'm about five, eight, so I need some space behind me. Um, and otherwise the passenger is kind of like squished. So that, that, uh, third or that the rear facing car seat was just really awkward in that CX-9. And I did a Boatload of research because that's just who I am on car seats and how to fit them in right and what's the most safe and blah blah blah. Well, turns out that the safest place for a car seat is in the middle row, in the middle of the bench, right? So kind of in between the driver and the passenger. Well, the CX and and I should say, and most of you probably already know this. If you're interested in listening to a podcast talking about minivans, this is probably something you're already aware of. The latch system inside the car is the safest as well. So the cars today come with like this little square shaped um, bracket that sits underneath the seat um, between the the backrest and the and the butt part. <laughs> whatever that's called. Um, So like in the crevice of the seat and you latch this hook in for the car seat to keep the car seat in the car, right? Like secured. You can use a seatbelt, but it's way harder, way more complicated and harder to get perfect, which of course, when you have a newborn, you want it to be perfect so that it can be the most safe possible. Well, the stupid Mazda at the time, and I shouldn't say it's stupid because they might have fixed it, didn't have the latch system in that middle space. So that just irritated me from the beginning. So anyway, we had the, the rear facing car seat in the CX-9 for a year and a half of my oldest life. And it was rough. Like it was real rough. I had to hold the door open. You know, the wind would hit me. I'm trying to get the kid in the car seat and by the time they're, like, six months old, they don't want to get in the car seat, um, so they, like, do all these bizarre maneuvers to get out of the car seat, and it, it was just a – it was a cluster. Like, absolutely hated it. It was a miserable experience, and I never felt like it was, like, safe enough, right? Like, I always felt like the baby was all the way up against the window, definitely not a safe spot. She was behind the passenger so I could reach her, which is definitely not safe while you're driving. Cause as a mom, you want to make sure your baby's not crying. And as soon as the baby starts crying, you're like reaching over to help bad news. Um, so all of that stuff, just, it really put me off. So flash forward a bit, I got pregnant again and I was like trying to figure out what kind of car I was going to get next. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to drive a minivan. I'm too cool for that. I'm not going to drive a minivan, but what can I buy that's going to work? And so I, I studied all the cars on the market at the time. Now this was like 2013. Um, and I, I studied everything and I went through it and I looked around I looked around and I could not find anything. And I'll never forget my boss at the time. He was about to have his third baby. And, um, I was talking to his wife one day, and she was like, Melissa, you have two kids. You're a mom. Don't be too cool for a minivan. And she kind of said it just straight up like that. Like, minivans are designed to haul people in. It, like, just go get a stupid minivan and get over yourself. And I was like, all right. Like, that's good advice. Get over myself. I can do that. So we went um, – We went looking. We bought a used Chrysler Town & Country. Um, And we looked at a lot. You're going to find this theme a lot with me. I obsess about finding the right thing and making sure, you know, like, if I'm going to give something up, I want to know that what I'm getting is, is better than the alternative, right? So there was, like, the Honda version out there. And there was a Toyota version. And there was, of course, the Kia and the Volkswagen version. There's all these minivans to choose from. Well, I ended up... Um, landing on the town and country, mainly because they're the only minivan on the market that has what they call stow and go. So underneath the floorboards of of the middle seat, you can lift it up and put diaper bags and extra changes of clothes and blankets and all the stuff that you need when you have little kids. And I cannot even begin to tell you how many times that saved me when the kids were little, like when the girls were little and they'd throw up all over me or have diaper blowouts or whatever, which you guys, if you have kids, you know, this happens all the time, particularly when you're getting them in and out of car seats, it saved me. I didn't have to go into the trunk or, you know, like the back of the van to get anything. It was right there ready for me. Um, And it was so amazing. So that was really cool. I I liked that. I wasn't to the stage yet where the sliding doors were cool because my kids were so little. They were barely two and newborns that they weren't going to do it themselves anyway. But um, I really liked the the storage underneath the, the front row seat. So that was pretty awesome. I also happened to buy a minivan that had a DVD player in it. And that... I really learned was pretty amazing for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, it kept my toddler busy and she needed to be busy because she was two. Um, and the baby didn't care, you know, she didn't know what she wasn't seeing. Um, so, so that really ended up being a pretty awesome safety feature in my opinion, the, the DVD player, um, Definitely kept her occupied so that I didn't go totally crazy answering 500 questions or whatever while I had a toddler in the car. Um, But it also ended up being a place to learn, which didn't realize that until I was far into my third child. But we made a rule in the van that they were only allowed to watch um, educational videos And so preschool prep was one that I'm sure they're still out. They make these DVDs and it teaches the kids their numbers and their colors and their shapes and their, um, you know, there's more advanced ones. You can do math facts, multiplication, division, whatever. And so by the time my second child was in kindergarten, she was reading months before she even entered kindergarten. Now, my oldest was not. Um, Now, I didn't make that rule until probably a couple weeks before she went into kindergarten. So she missed out on some of that time, but my third kid, the same thing, he was raised watching those videos and he went into kindergarten reading as well. And they had an incredible teacher. Um, they all went to this, the same woman's home who did, um, in-home preschool, but I'm also very, very certain that the hours that they logged in the van, um, you know, just commuting or driving home to see uh, my parents who are about two hours away or to our cabin, my parents' cabin, which is about four hours away. They logged a lot of hours watching those videos. So if you're out in the market and you've got babies or toddlers, I highly recommend the like built-in DVD player. You have control over what they're watching because it's on a DVD and not on a tablet. And you can control, like, it has to be educational, for example. So that was pretty cool for us. Um, definitely a side win. And then, so if I, if I think continuing on along that path, when my son was born, now I had a three-and-a-half, almost four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a newborn. And all three of them were in five-point harness car seats. Um, my young, my oldest daughter is and was very light for her age, like in the you know 10th or 15th percentile. So there's, there's weight requirements in order to be in a booster seat, in a front facing, I mean, without a car seat, right? There's like all these requirements that they have to graduate into. Uh, my oldest child um, was in a car seat with a five point harness for a very long time. Uh, I think she was six when we finally took her out of it. Many kids are four or five, and she was in it much longer. Um, And I was – those things are hard to put on, right, as an adult. um, And they're hard to put on and take off for the kid, which should be that way so that they're not (laughs) unbuckling themselves while you're driving. Um, So if the kid is in the car seat properly and tight and, you know, wearing all the ways, then it – you have to do it as the adult. And I was, it was impossible to reach across three car seats and do that and get all three of them in. Um, particularly because I like, I live in Arizona and it's hot as hell here in the summer. Um, it was just, it was kind of a cluster. So another cool thing about the car that I had, the town and country, I could put the seat behind the driver down all the way and it like folded into the storage space that was there Um, and I used the seat that was right behind the passenger as the baby's seat so my infant was there rear facing plenty of room for the passenger still and then the girls were in the bench in the back Now, at the time, the town and country model did not have latch seats in both spots, which irritated me, but we used the latch for one of them and then the the seatbelt for the other. And they just had like their little girl space back there. They, you know, had all their things. And then I had this huge like landing space, which I used on the regular to change diapers and put them in and out of swimsuits when we were going to swimming lessons and Um, the dog could lay back there. I mean, it was absolutely the best decision that I ever made. So I bought like a blanket and put it over that seat so that I wouldn't destroy the back of the other chair. And they, we lived in that, we mobbed around in that car for years. Um, it was the best, it was the best thing ever. And I I loved every moment of it. Um, and then I don't know, maybe two years ago, we got into a car accident in that van, um, where the back of my car was, I was at a stop, like complete stop. And, um, somebody was going full speed and ran into the back of me. She just didn't notice that the traffic had stopped, I guess. Um, and it pushed my van all the way in from the back. So like pretty much the whole trunk space disappeared, but it, my son was back there at the time and he was unhurt unharmed. Um, And so I I was really comfortable with the safety of it and all of that. Well, long story short, they fixed the van, but it was, I was already kind of over it and needing it, wanting another one. So um, I went back to market and started looking again. And now this time my kids were probably like four, six and eight, I'd say. Um, And I looked and I looked and I looked and I was like, Oh, maybe I want the Honda uh, minivan because it has a built-in vacuum, which if you have little kids is like, that's amazing. (laughs) People are always telling me like, oh, I won't let my kids eat or drink in the car. And it's like, then you don't spend a lot of time with your kids in the car because uh, they want water. They want milk. They want cookies. They want candy. They want... Whatever I mean, you could give them tofu. They they want freaking food while they're in the car, just like everybody else. So, the back gets really nasty. So I was like really excited about the possibility of this little vacuum or whatever. But I I stayed with the Chrysler. Um, they rebranded it the Pacifica. So today I drive a Chrysler Pacifica. It's the newer version of the Town and Country, but it has that same exact um, in-floor storage. I think they call it stow-and-go, which is amazing. Also has the DVD player. Super important um, security feature. Although these days my kids are a lot older and they they don't need the DVD player as much. Um, they're more entertained by themselves or radio or um, occasionally I'll let them bring their tablet in the car. So I'd say the DVD player is not as important today with a 6, 8, and 10-year-old as it once was when I had littles. Um, so that, I don't really need that anymore, I guess. Uh, but the other thing I really like about the Pacifica is I've had to separate, um, and this configuration has changed like a bajillion times. Uh, you know, sometimes my two daughters are getting along really well, and my son doesn't want to be with the girls. So I'll put two of their boosters in the back and then one in the front. And every single seat in the Pacifica has the latch system, which is amazing because for a long time, my son was in the five point harness, but the girls weren't. And they were in um, booster seats, but the booster seats are hazards if no one's sitting in them. Because if you think about it, you get into a car accident, the booster can fly through the windshield and, or hit somebody if there's no weight on it and it's not attached to something, right. Which actually did happen when I was in the car accident. Um, however it was tethered down. So it didn't, didn't go too far, but, but I really liked the Pacifica because it had all of those features for me. Now my girls have gotten old enough and, and big enough height and weight white that they, they don't need the booster seats anymore, but my son still does. So, It's great now too, because he can kind of move about the cabin at, so to speak, um, before we take off. (laughs) I don't know where this airplane analogy is going, but he can get in, he he can decide which seat he's going to sit in just as easily as the girls can, um, who are not in boosters. Right. And the, the cool thing is like, when you pull the Pacifica forward, if you have a car seat or a booster that's tethered down, it stays intact and it like rolls forward. It's super cool. If you've not seen what I'm talking about and you have little people, definitely get a car that has that option because with the amount of times that we get in and out and in and out and in and out, um, that's pretty important. So here I am today. Yeah, I I think we're going to go buy a new car tonight or at least like really consider which one we want. So the ones that are on my mind are the Kia Telluride, the Hyundai Palisade, and the Volkswagen Atlas. And those three are what are considered mid-size SUVs. So they're a little bit shorter, like 10 inches shorter than the minivan. Um, but they offer the three rows and... The only thing I keep thinking about, (laughs) this is so funny, is the car doors. Because my kids have never had to learn to open or close their car door before. None of them have ever sat in the front seat. And all they know is the rolling doors behind me. And I've gotten really used to that, right? Like we all load in. I'm already in the driver's seat waiting for them to get buckled. And I just push a button and the door closes. And so now here I am like, excited to go get rid of my minivan because my baby is six and a half and we're finally to the point where we can and I'm super worried about car doors and I just keep laughing at myself like okay are you jumping the gun on getting out of the minivan and you should just stick in it for a little bit longer or should you teach your kids to freaking open and close a car door (laughs) and I really just don't know like if I'm being ridiculous or not but that's what my head is like bouncing between is um am I being ridiculous in either direction and I I kind of suspect that I'm being ridiculous about um not letting them <laughs> not wanting them to to use a real door but gosh you guys the, the doors are heavy and I can just like picture my 8-year-old opening the door and slamming into somebody's like Range Rover or something and like, that's awesome. Um, but I guess I also have the, you know, the benefit. The majority of the time, the kids are getting in and out with an adult, like in the car line at school or with me and my husband. So I guess there's that too. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I overthink a lot of things. So I wouldn't put it past me on that. So that's my, my two cents on minivans. I just have been thinking about them and trying to decide if this is the right time for me. Um, and I think it is, I think the sun has set on my minivan years, but I just wanted to, you know, tell you too, that if you get a minivan, it doesn't mean you're not cool anymore. My father-in-law bought me a bumper sticker that says I used to be cool. And it's on the back of my minivan and it's been there for years. Um, and people laugh about it, all the time, like every time I go get a car wash or anytime I talk to somebody who's walking by my car, they always say, I love your bumper sticker. That's so funny because I feel like there's this huge stigma around not driving a minivan and how like mom it is. But you guys, if you're a mom or you're about to be a mom or you're going to have to drive a little lot of little people around, like just do the smarter thing. It's freaking designed for it. And it really, really, really makes life a lot easier, Um, particularly in those hard, hard years where you have to do everything for them. Um, It used to take me a good five minutes to get all three kids buckled in the car. And I had a friend who had a, a Tahoe and it would take her 15 because she had to climb over each kid, climb over the seats. You know, our kids were the exact same age. Um it's brutal. It's really, really freaking hard when you have to be the one to buckle them. So give yourself a break. Um, you're still cool. You can find those bumper stickers on Amazon. I will link, (laughs) I will link one just because it's funny and in the show notes. Um, but you know, sometimes there's a phase for everything and I'm pretty stoked that, that I'm going to be getting a, a real like not mom car, but it's, it's totally still a mom car. You guys, it's got three rows. I don't know who I think I'm fooling, but, um, I don't know the time has come. All right. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate you listening to me and my, um, funny rambling. And if you have any mini, minivan stories or opinions, I would really, really love to, uh, talk to you about them. It's funny a funny pastime for me. And I know I'm going to miss this phase of my life as soon as I no longer own it. So, uh, reach out on social media. I'm on Instagram and on Facebook at the efficiency Bee. take care y'all. Bye. Well, guys, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. Keep spreading that EB love and remember to find me on Facebook at efficiency Bee. until we meet again, be bold, be balanced and stay blessed. See ya!